You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you ready? It's the Roundtable with me, Robert Bannon. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Roundtable. My name is Robert Bannon, and I'm so excited to be here with you. Listen, the Drag Race superstar Peppermint said this is where all the queer kids come to play. And we love, we love a little gay pop. We love a little gay jingle. We love a little every, we are here for it. So when I see someone rolling around the beaches of Malibu, singing about their favorite ex, they have to come on the round table. As long, I told his publicist, as long as we don't have to talk about my exes, then please, Stuart Taylor, come on down. Stuart Taylor is here, welcome. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's so nice to meet you. You are quite the Renaissance actor, singer, writer, model. I, I don't know what what else, I don't, I don't know what else you do. Um, Gosh, uh, dancer, I mean, it's just from growing up doing theater and from just being a performer in general in a small town. Like I just had to learn how to act. I had to learn how to dance. And then I was always songwriting uh, to begin with. So it all just comes together living in LA. <laughs> yeah, I, I get the hustle. I understand. You, you, your bio says you're from a, sm a small town outside of New York. Are yeah. you? Are you a Jersey? Are you a Connecticut? Are you? A well, I'm actually I'm from New Canaan, Connecticut. So okay. my mom is a school teacher there. Okay. So it's actually very deceiving to say I'm from Connecticut because like I'm from a family of five and we never had money, but my mom is a school teacher there, so we always ended up getting to to stay in a, a beautiful small town and living in rental houses and things like that. But um, so I got a good education and I got like a really good theater education background too. Thanks to my mama, you know? <laughs> Thanks mom. And absolutely. So when did you know like theater and music and all of that was your calling? It just, it called me like when I was four years old, honestly, I, I started coming up with songs that young. Like I would just start singing them and then I'd walk into the room and my whole family my family would be like we heard you and I would just run away and embarrass them and be like oh no but I just I kept coming up with these songs and singing and no one ever forced me to I didn't have stage parents in any any way uh, my older brother used to do theater in um, our, our town players of New Canaan theater camp and so I saw him get in the newspaper and, and be in shows and I was like I want to do that and so 
Thanks. Thanks, older brother. Yeah, that's it. It's in the it's in the genes. It's in the, the blood pool or something like that. But then at some moment, because listen, I, I grew up in Jersey. I've done the theater and I've done the singing and I've done the acting and all of that. But I can't write at some. I mean, people have said you can write if you can. But you can. I, no, <laughs> I can't do it. So I, I don't know how. Look, I have a book. I have a pencil. Just tell me what to put down here and I'll write it. Write um, down song seeds and um, start writing down song titles as they come to you or if you hear them in conversations and just come up with a giant book of them and start there. Okay, that sounds... Yeah. Well, when did you realize like you had something to say? You wanted to write. Um... I don't know. I, I just I think when you're a, when you're a kid, especially when you're a teenager, definitely you're going through all of the motions and you're trying to find your your way through the world and trying to find out like where you fit amongst all of your peers. And I never fit in. And I just was this kid that was always obsessed with music and was writing songs about girls and then was writing songs about guys and just trying to process my emotions and and I just it was something that I needed to had to do and it's 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 definitely a calling for sure I think anyone can be a writer I think you just really have to develop it but I know that for some people it's just like bam you get hit with that writing bug and you just it's how you process your life and your emotions and and that's how it always was for me and it still is that way to this day and I'm well I won't say my age <laughs> right we're gonna pretend I'm 20 20 20 20 years old me too say it yeah um <laughs> so when we were looking at your career before you you know putting out music collaborating with like Cara Diaguardi who was American Idol and has songs that have been sold millions and millions of albums or Charlie Puth or writing songs for David Hernandez has been here or Juju B like all these people oh, yeah. that are that are people who are in the public and writing these songs, taking your songs and collaborating with them. It's a different vulnerability to then sing the song that you wrote. That has, but even my dog feels. Oh, I love dogs. (laughs) Clarence is, Clarence has an ex too, I'm sure. I, (laughs) how do you sing a song like whichever one, look, go right now. Go to StuartTaylorOfficial.com. It's right there. Go to the gram. Go to I'm Stuart. I am Stuart Taylor. I I am. I'm. I'm <laughs> Stuart Taylor on Instagram. And then you can stream Favorite X on YouTube and wherever music is heard right now. I read, this is this song is kind of based on a true story. It's 100% a true story. <laughs> when you see the video, when you sing the song, when you talk about it, it does it is your, this isn't a made up story. So how do you deal with the vulnerability of sharing part of your personal life with everyone? Well, I actually, I heard this the other day from another podcast, but I loved it. I I saw something with Nelly Furtado and she was being interviewed by someone. And even Nelly Furtado was like, how, forget who the podcaster was, shame on me. But um, they said that uh, in order to be vulnerable, you, you have to be honest and also in order to, (laughs) this sounds funny, but it's like, before anyone else can expose me, I have to expose myself. And doing that, it it takes the power back in a lot of ways. And yes, it is very vulnerable to kind of like, put your your song out there and know that my my ex-boyfriend's 
lover is gonna hear this and watch this and he has <laughs> and so that's kind of tricky tricky uh emotional territory to go down but because i've like i've come to the table as the artist saying i'm writing about this i'm making this statement with my music video and my art like i i'm already kind of pre-prepped i guess in a lot of ways and it's just I, I think you just get used to it you get used to being vulnerable because you can't write unless you're vulnerable it's it's just that part of myself if i if i wasn't coming from an honest place then I wouldn't be writing my truth. And that's what Carrie Guardi taught me when I was in Berkeley College of Music. She she really bust am I allowed to say, am I allowed to swear or no? She busted my ass in so many ways, in the best ways. And she also busted Charlie Puth's ass. And she put us together to write together and to produce together. And and it it changed my life. It changed every part of myself as a songwriter and as an artist because I was done trying to just be something that I wasn't. I was still struggling with my sexuality and how I wanted to engage my audience. And yeah, you just get used to being vulnerable. And that's my best advice for anyone. <laughs> Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. <laughs> it's it's such good advice i mean I, I i don't like i said i don't write i did not go to berkeley school of music which if you know about berkeley it's like where you know you you know how to play and sing and all of that fun stuff but what i do know is that i never found any success or connection with anybody until i was really okay and comfortable with being who i was yeah and i think there's something about even if you're not the same sexuality, the same gender, the same religion, the same race, there's something that we all can connect to when people just speak the truth. And sure. so when I see favorite, which I mean, if you haven't been teased as to the song, talking about his ex's lover, listening to him sing, this is the artwork <laughs> of favorite X by Stuart Taylor here with the flowers in the, the striped tuxedo with the broken chandelier. Well, <laughs> Check it out. You'll find and out more in the video. What's the inspiration <laughs> behind the song? And what has the reaction been from the exes and the new people? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Everyone is like, oh, boy. So one, one of the, the person I dated after the favorite ex has commented on the song um, and been like, well, I'm glad the next one's about me. Um, the next <laughs> one coming up is about another ex. Uh, so, I mean, it's just, I'm sure I'm stirring the pot on all ends right now, but it's like, I write, I have to write the truth. That's, that is how it is. And um, my ex-boyfriend who lives in New York, 
I got this shirt in New York when I lived there. It's, it's vintage. Um, he's great. We're still very good friends. And when he got into a new relationship, I wanted to be really supportive of that because he was very supportive of me getting into a relationship after him. And it was obviously hard for him. And it was weird for me, too. And when they came to L.A. to visit, because we have a lot of mutual friends as as the world works and as the world turns, um, I got to hang out with him and his boyfriend. And it was really weird, but I tried to be supportive and I tried to just be, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say bigger person, but I... I know that there were people trying to chime in being like, are you okay with this? Like, uh, what are your comments on the new guy? And I just kept it positive. And I was like, he's a nice guy. Uh, I love my ex-boyfriend. I'm thankful for my relationship with him. I'm thankful for all the inspiration. And I just want them both to be happy. But it was very weird just even being at a party and hearing people be like, oh, your, your boyfriend is so cute. And I'm like, oh, he's not, they're not talking about me anymore. They're talking about his new guy. And oh my gosh. And like, I don't want any drama with him, but we have this connection that six years later we still have, and we're still close friends. So I've even talked to the ex because when I first started teasing the song on TikTok, I did reach out to the ex and, and say, hey, just so you know, no hard feelings. I don't say anything bad about you in the song. It was just me in that period in my life, like over a year ago. And I just want you to know that it's cool. And he was like, well, I'm going to say the song is awesome. It's really good, but it's definitely been a distraction all day. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so all of this is kind of like, oh, shit. I, it's so good, though. Firstly, I love it. <laughs> we live in 2023. Everybody is looking for a moment. We need to find a hook. This is so, this is the stuff that records and, and publicists and Matt, they live oh, for it. <laughs> if Taylor Swift was just writing about walking her dog and sitting on a beach, nobody would care. But the second no she talked about it, an ex, we are obsessed. So we're here for it, the whole thing. I, I was thinking about it. I don't think I have... Well, oh, do you? I, have, I think my favorite, my favorite ex. I think we're from my straight days. I think it was my, my when I had a girlfriend for a moment. Yeah. Okay, I, I am friends with her. We are very close. Oh, good. I love that. Men, I don't have. No. A I have a favorite person now. I have my partner now. Who is? Oh, good. Partner. But not an ex. With love. Well, this is um. <laughs> It's such a, a tricky situation because in, in my song, Favorite X, I talk about how like I'm the one who had to leave. I'm the one who had to leave him and accept that and accept when he got into a new relationship. Like that's on me. And it was really hard to come to terms with. And it was like, maybe I shouldn't have ever let you go. Maybe... Maybe I I really made a big mistake here, but I, I still have to accept that you're with someone else and my mom still loves you and all of my friends still love you. Like, it's like, that's why he was a favorite ex and he didn't do anything wrong. He's a wonderful guy. We're still friends to this day. Um, I wrote my first single mess your hair up about him that got me on TV for the first time in Europe. Like he's been a big inspiration. And we've, because of that, we've managed to stay positive, good friends. Um, 
but I think there are some times when I've asked a lot of people this, I've asked them like, do you have a favorite ex? And people go, no. And then they go, well, actually there was this one person. So it's a mixed bag, but I get that from men and women, straight yeah. or gay, queer, whatever. And I think it's very relatable to most people. Maybe not so much for you, but no, no, it's a, a time in your life or a situation. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Look. That you look back you, on you said, if somebody loves you, won't they always love you? And, you know, there is truth to that. If you love somebody, you have, you care about them. I get yeah. it. Yeah. I can, if you had to, if you put, if you told me I had to come up with an answer, I would. I, I joke and be stupid, but I, I love the idea and I, and I love people for the season that they're in your life. Yeah. I think it's very mature and, and I think it's really beautifully written and constructed song and I love the whole idea about it. it. I play into the scandal part of it, but it is really beautiful. <laughs> the words are beautiful. The video is beautiful. Um, it's it's really, really well done. Make sure you follow, like we said, Stuart, and go to Stuart Taylor on official.com and, and, and stream Favorite X on YouTube for the video and watch wherever you listen to your music. Make sure you it's available everywhere. You, music, everybody. Title. Does anyone use title anymore? I feel like some people do, but it's I, all title because i'd rather give you a penny for every time i stream a song than 0. 0.005 cents oh there's no. hope <laughs> no so i've listened to your song all day i at least gave you 12 cents thank at you least. i appreciate you <laughs> <laughs> um so when we uh, yes i have spotify which is the devil but i have it for necessary evil and i have title yeah. because i'd rather listen to title and, and give people a penny more when you have made the decision and I've, I've come to this decision too. How do you deal with being public about your sexuality? Because I know that sometimes there's pressure, especially in, in entertainment business to keep your mouth a little bit shut off. How do you try to navigate it where you don't feel like I'm the, the gimmick gay act? Because I've had a lot of conversations with artists that are, you know, they put out the gay single, they sing at the prize. I do too. How do you, become a mainstream artist but also own your individuality and who you are well see me like shuffling in my chair i'm like oh uh, i have so much to say about this so i'm gonna but i'm gonna try not to like talk your ear off i definitely struggled with that when i was beginning to like come to terms with my sexuality like i'm i'm very much a queer person i'm very open i'm very fluid i i kind of always have been and that's always been very very confusing for me and I've been with men, been with women, and it was, it was kind of like a, how should I say this? I had to mourn the part of myself that I thought I was going to be when I was 
a teenager, when I was 19 years old, when I was 20, when I first met Cara Diaguardi, because she really inspired me to start writing about my truth. And oh, um, it was just, it was really difficult because all of a sudden I was like, I'm not going to be the artist I thought I was going to be. I'm not going to be necessarily singing about girls and like, my boo. Uh, well, I guess you could have, you can have a male boo, but like, um, you hear about all of these R&B artists singing about their shorties and all that kind of stuff. And I grew up on so much R&B and like pop R&B and lots of soul. And, um, it's definitely made its way into my music today. And, and I just, I had to really come to terms with the fact that maybe I wasn't going to be the artist that I thought I was going to be. Maybe I wasn't going to, uh, get married to a woman anymore. Um, it was very hard to come to terms with. But once I did, and once I accepted that and surrounded myself with artists like Z Machine, who I met in college and who really inspired me to just be open about myself, uh, that was very empowering. And then it was, it was like taking my power back again and again and again from all of the people who had bullied me when I was a kid and made fun of me for my sexuality or for what they thought my sexuality was, for being a guy and for being a singer, for being a dancer, for being an actor. Like all of those times that people made fun of me for who I was, I had to learn how to feel empowered by that. And and at this point in my life, it's just like, I do not care what anyone else thinks anymore in this industry. We're in a very different time than, than when I was coming out in the industry 10 years ago. It, we have Troy Sivan, we have Kim Petras, we have um, non-binary artists like Sam Smith, who I adore and um, may or may not have seen in WeHo a few times. Um, for fun WeHo nights out on the town. They're very fun. <laughs> I don't know if they even remember, but they were very fun. Ah, <laughs> uh, good stories. <laughs> Listen, what happens at the Abbey or wherever you go is- It was one of those. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> Great, they're, they're very fun. It is a new time where you, the yes. old model of how things work that you need this big machine and you, it's not the same. You can be your yes. You can be your own everything. Yeah. It's and lovely. I'm very happy that we're, we've turned that corner and we still have a lot of work to do, but I, I'm going to keep releasing music as a queer artist. And so is Troye Sivan. And so, so is everybody else. And let's just keep it, keep it coming, you know, but actually to, um, to add to what you were saying before about uh, struggling with like, Oh, what is my niche? And, and not just being a gimmicky artist. I think, with me again it just comes back to singing my truth and i don't have to follow gay trends to be a queer artist and i just make music that i love and i love pop and r&b and so that's kind of the the direction that i'm going where it's like i yes i am a queer artist and a songwriter talking about queer love but I'm also singing it in a way that is relatable to women as well like more than half of my audience is female I've, I've realized it's very funny. I have lots of, lots of queer, queer audiences as well, but it's a, a lot of females listen to my music straight and gay and connect with my music too. And I write for female artists a lot in pop music because we just, I think we bond over me being emotional <laughs> and talking about men. I guess that's something to consider. 
Well, regardless of sexuality, you, people, love is love and feelings are feelings yeah. for everybody. So these yeah. songs are for everyone. What's very moving to me is, you know, growing up as a queer person in the world, there was no music. You know, you would imagine a partner, you would imagine or fantasy or your crush or who you were with. There was no music. There was no media. There was no representation. Yeah. There's an audience out there who are falling in love, who are breaking up, who are looking to their playlist to get through good times and bad times. And the music you're making is letting them be seen and validated. And that is the most beautiful, beautiful thing. Well, thank you for saying that. I That's all I, I hope to do, honestly. Like if I'm not connecting with someone or, or helping someone with, with songs, like the way my favorite artists help me, then I'm not doing my job. So thank you. No, it's the truth. Well, listen, the video with good clothes. Hello, close. Come on, Stuart. That's Joseph Oren. He's uh, an incredible German designer that I met online and then eventually met in person. But he had all of his his latest pieces in a showroom in L.A. And he let me use so many of his pieces. And I actually I'm in love with his work and him as a person. And now he's one of my favorite designers. I bought a bunch of his pieces because I just needed to have them. And he's going to be dressing me for my next music video as well. So we found a good good German designer to work with and collaborate with. That's why you need to follow and make sure that you stay up to date when the next music video is out and the next music singles drop, and et cetera, and stay on top of everything that that's doing. <laughs> um, when you look, when you filmed the video, obviously you're in California. You're it's, it's filmed in Malibu. So day one was all Malibu and it was really overcast and we actually shot it at, I found this out later. We shot it at two beaches in Malibu and one of them was where they filmed the opening of Greece with Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta on the beach. And I grew up on Greece and I, and I remember looking around as I was going through the caves and thinking, this feels really magical. I feel like there's probably a lot of Hollywood history here. And then I find out, when I get home, that that's where it was filmed. So that that's was very cool. Summer it's, Loving, it's right there. In the yep. opening of... <laughs> opening. So that was beautiful to, to, uh, to walk through that area and film there. I got very wet. I was, I was drenched in ocean water the entire shoot, but it was very fun. And then day two was the polar opposite. We filmed in the Mojave Desert. And that was two or three hours outside of LA and it was over a hundred degrees. And I was in, I was fully clothed and I was like, why did I pick outfits that cover me fully for this, <laughs> for this, uh, for these desert shots. And it, it still looked really cool, but uh, they ended up having to drop me off in the middle of the desert in like Coyote Lake, I think it was called. And my director then drove away, flew in a drone to film me for like maybe a half hour while I did all of the dance routines. And I actually had my my iPhone playing the song in my back pocket and I'm just doing it again and again and again as the drone shoots me from all directions and above. And, and then I called my director after about five or six takes and I was like, you need to come get me because I think I'm gonna pass out from like heat exhaustion. It was really, really intense. Once you're in it and you're in the desert, oh, there's no going back until you eventually have to leave, but <laughs> it was a lot. Well, it's it really came out. I, I know that putting together a music video and syncing dancing and, and the lyrics and, and emotion and all of it put together, it's it's not as easy as it looks, everybody. Yeah. 
but it came out beautiful. It's shot so beautifully. It looks, the locations are beautiful. The clothes are beautiful. The song is fantastic and beautiful. Congratulations, Stuart. We want, I'm ready for more. I'm ready for more. Oh, we got more. We've already got the next video coming in about a month, I'd say. So that's that's going to be out soon. But I'm working with uh, my director, Benjamin, uh, <laughs> Benjamin Farron, and he is fantastic. He's like one of those guys that is a lighting designer, a director, an editor. Just he's so hands on and he lets me get behind the camera with him and actually almost co-direct with him and he lets me edit with him so because I'm so picky about <laughs> what my vision is and how we bring that to life and um Ben's great my choreographer Julie Vegilianti she's incredible she worked on this video with me tirelessly as well for the dance sequences so it's it's really a, a team group effort and I'm very 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 thankful for my family out here in LA my creative family uh, it's amazing Congratulations. Thank you for, for the music and thank you for putting so much love and, and your heart into this art because uh, it, it is something that we really, we love to see here. Make sure you follow Stuart, follow him on the Instagram, go to the website and be streaming Favorite X. Uh, the, the video is on YouTube. It's gorgeous. And the music is wherever music is heard. I'm so, it's so nice to meet you. Thank you so much for you hanging too. out with us. You're I, lovely. <laughs> as are you i appreciate you and your voice is beautiful and those chord structures come on berkeley school of music well that's on yeah that's on my girl jillian and eric and mads they're they wrote the song with me they're they're all my my writing crew out here <laughs> we'll be following we're fans so thank you so much and we appreciate you Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.